In honor of Black History Month, friend of NWEF and history teacher Ted Lamb is going to share a story with you about little-known Black patriots in American history. Stay tuned each Friday this month for a new episode about one of these secret American heroes. Welcome to the State of Education, and I am delighted to have a special guest with us. We're actually running a series of mini uh, focuses because this is Black History Month, and uh, have with me in the studio our guest, Ted Lamb, who has been giving us insight into individuals who, during their time, made a significant mark on our society, on our history, and really distinguished themselves as as Africans and as African Americans. Um, and so today we are getting ready to start talking about our third character. If you've missed the first two, I encourage you to go back and uh, pick those up. I think you'll find them interesting. But Ted, welcome today. And who are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about probably one of the most interesting, amazing individuals um, of that era. And no, it's not Thomas Jefferson and George Washington, but um, it is in a black uh, American who um, I, I'm going to be safe to say, and I'll bet my teacher's salary on it, so it's not much, uh, <laughs> that, um, that probably if we took 10 people in the room and asked them if I said this name, maybe one, probably no one has ever heard of this person. Um, so, but let me start out and, and I'll just ask the question, if, if Mr. Adams, if you think of this, if I was to ask someone a question, Hey, when was the first black person ever elected to an office in the United States? When do you think they would say, or give me your answer. When do you think that ever happened? Honestly, I don't know. Most people would probably go back to Barack Obama because unfortunately, the society we live in kind of a thing. So yeah, we know today's would, history, not past yeah, history. Yeah. yeah. Some people might go as far back as um, after the Civil War. Okay. And that would be an intelligent guess. Sure. But that is not the case. So today our, our person is Wentworth Cheswell. He was the grandson of a black slave. And his uh, father was Hope Sale Cheswell, who was an actual notable home builder. And so he actually built the home of several Patriot leaders. Some of the ones you might actually know, uh, John Paul Jones, the Reverend Samuel Langdon. And this is the same Wentworth uh, of the famous family name also that had several state governors um, to, tied to them as well, um, including Benning Wentworth, um, who was the governor at that time of Wentworth's um, birth. Again, we don't think of this. Um, what's interesting about him is that, remember asking the question, when was the first person actually elected, right? Because mm -hmm. again, when we think about this time period, we think of only uh, blacks that were slaves or limited in rights or racism galore. But this person was elected. Now listen to this elected to be the town constable in 1768. 1768. Wow, wow. That That's even before there was a United States of America, but mm -hmm. it was, though, us. 
colonial area, people that grew up, uh, you went through the Great Awakening, that understood John Locke, all of this. And and not only was he elected then, but he served, oh my goodness, next uh, all the way up into the 1800s in different offices. But we don't think of that, really. Hmm. Another thing that we don't know or think about with him is that he would could also be considered the other Paul Revere because his service during the Revolutionary uh, War and leading up to it was he was kind of like what Paul Revere was, a carrier of messages and so forth. So was he. He would mm-hmm. carry um, important intelligence and messages back and forth between the different, um, if you will, uh, locations where, say, the safety of committee and correspondence would meet and so forth. Um he also would undertake the same task that Paul Revere did in making an all-night ride to warn citizens of imminent um, danger as well. Um, just an incredible person that That's we just don't, yeah, that we just don't even realize. Wow. So, Ted, if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're actually saying is before the United States became an entity before we fought our war of independence. There were people of African descent who were here, who perhaps their family had been slaves, but they were free and they were a part of our everyday society. This gentleman was actually elected by the public to serve in office and they he was very much engaged in the whole war of independence uh as an activist as a part of his community is that what you're telling us that that is exactly what i'm saying that um at this time that yes you had black americans that would go on and they served and they lived um amongst all of us in that capacity and they contributed to make sure that we became eventually the United States of America. That's exactly what I'm saying. And unfortunately, no, it's not unfortunate. May I dare say it's a travesty that our students today do not know these names. We know things like, um, we know Dr. Martin Luther King, which is important. We know Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman. Um, we know Malcolm X. All of those are important, but that don't tell the full story. In fact, in many ways, if you look at those names, it only really ties to, again, this central issue around slavery. We don't talk about the ones that actually helped create and build this nation as well alongside Mm-hmm. And that is what I believe why a lot of our problems are in the condition that we are today. So, yes, we had black individuals, Americans that served as elected officials um, that served. They put their lives on the line. Some of them when they were still slaves. Others of them, they jumped right in and, mm-hmm. and, and did this. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, see that there again, I think in the first session we did on this, we talked a little bit about this. Uh, significant importance that we cannot take everything in generalities. We get in trouble when we place stereotypes 
on communities and cultures and race groups and so forth. Ultimately, it boils down to individuals. We are all individual beings created in the image of God who have our own opportunities and our own decisions and our own impact potential for good or bad. Uh, You know, recently, our whole education system and the culture and the woke system, you know, this whole thing about the American uh, experiment was really launched with the whole purpose and on the whole premise of slavery. Uh, And this story that you just shared with us is a classic example uh, of an individual who just does not fit in that stereotype and a community that does not fit in that type. And I think there again, it goes back to help us all. We, If there's one lesson I think that all of us need to take away is that we should not stereotype people groups because every individual has a story. And it is those individual stories that often rise and that's where the heroes come from. And that's where the true formation of our overarching culture and our overarching, uh, yes. So did we have problems? Did we have slavery? Was that wrong and bad and so forth? Absolutely. Nobody's going to argue with that. But it's while that was there, there has always been those elements that were in contradiction to that narrative and have actually, those were the catalysts that have brought us this. They were the starting points that have brought us to the distance of improvement that we have today. Yes. And, and along with that, let me give you a little more background information on this gentleman. Sure. Um, Because again, based upon the stereotypes of what we hear today, this was a gentleman that attended an academy in Byfield, Massachusetts in 1763, um, and he studied Latin, Greek, swimming, horsemanship, reading, writing, and arithmetic. That's not what we're told today. Um, along those elected offices, someone might say, oh, well, they must have been petty. Now, here's a list of what he was elected to. Um, I told you about con- town constable, 1768. Two years later, he was elected as a town selectman, which really is considered like the town fathers of a community. So I guess you can see that as like a city council. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he also served um, as the town auditor for seven years, this, the town assessor for six years, the coroner. Now, st- I want you to think about the coroner. Wow. You know, we get into the 1900s and we have, unfortunately, Jim Crow laws and so forth. He was the town coroner. Hmm. Um, he was a town moderator, which means he presided over the town meetings. And in 12 years as the justice of peace, which um, allowed him to oversee tr- trials, settling disputes, executing um, deeds, wills, and legal documents. Again, all of these things that you um, would not even think of and unfortunately in our 20th century history prevented people from doing, but we can go and show that we have a history of that. That is not what the intention was. Mm -hmm. So this whole thing about the 20th century as we were trying to correct the ills of the past. Well, no, (laughs) because actually 
the ills of the past was already being corrected in many ways. It was stopped and prevented mm -hmm. along the way, mm -hmm. but it's not because it was inherently rooted into it. And we have perfect examples of that. So give us this gentleman's name again. Wentworth Cheswell. Wentworth Chestwell. Well, I'm yep. sure our audience, some of them are going to do some research on him and learn more. I tell you what, what I didn't miss about his education, reading, writing, and arithmetic. And if our kids would get that again today, they would have opportunity to develop into all of the things that this gentleman did. So yep. let's bring some changes to our education. Thank you for sharing that story. If you enjoyed today's episode of The State of Education with Melvin Adams, please subscribe and share our podcast with your friends. We're able to continue sharing these podcasts because of the generous support of our donors. If you'd like to learn more about the work we do at the Noah Webster Educational Foundation, visit our website at www.nwef.org.